0: Today on episode 120 of the Home of Play podcast, From Software's next game is in the final stages of development. NFTs make a comeback this week with Last of Us and Days Gone Veterans announcing a new studio and an NFT game called Ashfall. And Square Enix wants to develop story-focused NFTs. We're looking forward to seeing how blockchain games will improve our overall gameplay experience, he says sarcastically. All that and much more.
1: Let's get all that news and all that sarcasm. Let's get some intro. Happy Monday and welcome home, everybody. Welcome back to episode 120 of the Home of Play podcast, where every Monday the two best friends join forces us to give all the latest in PlayStation rumors, news, reviews, and that is because we are the true PlayStation fans. I'm your host, Stephen. With me, I'm joined by the king of platinum trophies, himself, Christopher. Hello, hello. The Home of Play podcast is a self-supported podcast. We don't include any that bias or paid-for-opinion stuff that you do not need here. This allows us to bring you the PlayStation news that you actually need or want to know. All of our content is free for you to enjoy your leisure. We only ask you to help support the show by subscribing to the Home of Play podcast by telling your friends, family, and the pool boy about the show and that they can find us on all your favorite podcast services of choice, such as Spotify, Apple, or Amazon. Every month we're growing, it's all because you love a gaming homies, helping to spread the cause with the power of word and mouth. If you have any comments, questions, or complaints, please send any of those to our email address, homeofplaypodcast, at gmail.com, and then we can read your questions on the show or alone in private while we discuss all the NFT fun news we have this week. But before we get to all that joyous NFT news, let's begin with what we've been doing this last week, and we're going to start with Chris.
0: So on PC, not a heck of a lot there. Uh, just doing a little bit of TFT. Like I mentioned last week, I'm still having issues with my AC. So if I turn my computer on, it becomes a Saw 9 here. So I have not been on there very much. Console-wise, uh, I had mentioned, I think, last week that I would re-downloaded uh, Resident Evil 2, the remake. Uh, I flew through that this week. Uh, I think I did a hardcore playthrough, and I got, I think... Three hours, something like that. Three and a half hours. I can't, I can't remember. I think it, to get an S rating, I think you needed to get three hours. So that pissed me off. <laughs> but I tried. Uh, but I hadn't played in a while. So um, got the missing trophy I needed in there. Uh, I guess one of the trophies didn't carry over during the switchover. So that did that. Uh, download Resident Evil 3. Uh, turn that one on. All the trophies carried over. Uh, I jumped into gameplay for two seconds and I just didn't feel like playing that one because it hasn't been that great. Um, Visually, yeah, they look better impressed, uh, especially for consoles, PC. I know they've been having issues on the PC side uh, just because you don't have a PC that can now meet the minimum requirements. So I think they're rolling back some of those updates, but uh, promptly uninstalled that one and then installed Resident Evil 7. Uh, definitely excited to go back into this one because I never did any of the DLCs and there was a fair amount of them. Uh, so I'm looking forward to trying those again. And for some reason, the trophies did not convert over from that one. So I got some of the story ones and a few other side ones. But overall, yeah, I'm still missing quite a few of the trophies that I should have. So I'm gonna have to probably do the storyline, uh, at least once through, um... I won't have to do it twice cuz there are two different endings to the game. Uh but I had a save file that was like right at the end, so I just quickly finished it and got that ending, so I'll have to redo it one more time. Um uh, but whatever. I'm looking forward to actually doing that again cuz it's been a while since I played that one. So I'm like liking, liking looking forward to seeing that one uh with the upgraded uh upgraded let's call it, uh that they added to that one. Other than that, um, actually yesterday I had a couple buddies over and we kind of did a Mortal Kombat 11, not tournament, but just messed around with that. So we had a amount of fun actually playing that, which is weird because I don't usually play those types of games. Um, Before they actually showed up, I was practicing. I started the story mode, which I didn't realize was so in-depth now. The last Mortal Kombat game I played was probably number two or three. And back then it was just a tournament. There was no story. So uh, maybe there was a story, but if there was, it's whatever. It was a tournament. Uh, Now there's a very in-depth story, which is actually quite interesting. Uh, I haven't haven't been there with the lore through all the games, obviously. So some characters, well, quite a few characters I don't recognize. But it's interesting to see where some of the characters ended up and where they came from type thing. So that's been kind of cool. That's pretty much been my gaming this week. Um, TV wise, I just want to point out, I did watch the new Resident Evil, uh, welcome to Raccoon City, uh, movie. Um, it was okay. Um, I think my biggest complaints, which I think Steve also agreed was the CG was awful, especially in some spots, some stuff it was okay, but most of it was pretty bad. The practical effects were okay. The acting was some people were a little bit better than others but for the most part it was meh and then I did not like what they did with Leon's character they like took he's almost they made him like the comic relief which is just awful because he's sort of become a staple in the series where it's like he's almost one of the main characters for sure and they made him almost like a joke like a they took him as a rookie and dialed it up to 11 like it's just they made him goofy and do stupid stuff and it's like I just didn't like what they did with his character, but there's some interesting things they did with it. It's kind of my best, like, synopsis for the movie is, like, they took Resident Evil 1 and 2 and smashed them together, flipped some of the monsters into different movies and a couple other things. It, it would have been better that if it, they probably had their own movie for each storyline, but whatever. They made it work, I guess. Um, and they're definitely alluding to a potential sequel. Uh, I won't do any spoilers. Not that probably too many people care, but um, if they go the way that I think they're gonna go, uh, that could be interesting. Just because they don't usually go that way with Resident Evil, um, at least in the movies. So, uh, other than that, I think that's pretty much been my week. Uh, I watched Obi Wan, but not much to say about that. It's okay. I'm not a Star Wars guy. So, how about yourself, Steve? Did you get any gaming in this week?
1: I did i uh i don't normally do this but i split my time between two games uh usually i just kind of fall in love with one and play it till i'm done and then i move on to another game um but anyway i i'm still playing mafia definitive edition um i don't i haven't put in like enough hours to really like figure out what this game is because you know, I, I don't know why. I just assumed it was open world. Most I was going to ask you that. Are,
0: I, I, I could didn't know if it was,
1: but it seems so far it's just chapter based, and I don't feel any freedom at all. But I'm wondering if that changes later. You know, this game originally it was quite old, so maybe it takes a while to get there. I don't know, uh, and we'll see. Maybe it's fine without that. Um, it it also kind of I don't know. So far, I'd say it wears its age, if that makes any sense, but. I think it feels, I know it's not going to be the exact same situation, but it almost feels like GTA trilogy kind of re-enhancement where it's artificial and shallow. And I don't think they put the work that mm. was necessary. So there's still a lot of glitches. The faces look really strange. There's some parts like the atmosphere and the surroundings and the environment look very good. And sometimes it feels like very next gen. Um, um, but then, yeah, you go back to these characters' faces and the glitchy animations and pop-ins and distance issues. and I don't know. And then even the gameplay feels dated. Like, there's a couple of times where uh, it's just people are cutting through doors and some weird crap's good going question. on. Good
0: question. Is it still a PS4 Definitive Edition, or is it actually PS5?
1: Yes. Okay. It's PS4, but it actually looks okay. damn good. Um. So I was surprised it looked that good. And Well... In certain cases, yeah. like I said, the people themselves, not so well. And then the other game I was splitting my time with that. I think I ended up putting more time in Fall Fantasy nine, oh. uh, man, what yeah. a good game. Like, it's so funny. Cause that game is one of those games that I'm guilty of judging a book oh, by yeah, its, its cover. Definitely unique. And so I never played it for the longest time. Cause I didn't like that. They were doing that yeah. chibi anime esque style and so i avoided it got to it later in life and i remember enjoying it and then i'm now playing it again uh and i'm you it's like i don't like cheesing it so like this one is that re-release where you know you can kind of just cheat the game and do story mode if that's all you want um so i'm just i'm trying not to use any cheats the only thing i'm using is like the speed up because sometimes there's just Scenes that go on to a nauseum, and I, it's not necessary. So I'm like, okay, some of the dated stuff, let's get through faster. But overall, I'm not trying to use any of those. And uh, just what a great game! Like all the issues I have with the newer Final Fantasies, like they just got washed away by the purity that is this game. Like Final Fantasy with four players, like a four a team party, uh, awesome! Like crazy, you don't see that too often. I think in the originals you did. I guess it's more towards Final yeah. Fantasy 7 and yeah. that they took it away. Um, and then, like, going back to the basics with, like, job systems. Like, that's just their job. Deal with it. And if you don't like it, don't yeah. put it in your party. Multiple jobs. Dragoons. Blue mages. Uh, you know, thieves. All, like, the traditional. Black mage. White mage. Let's go crazy here. Uh, love that kind of stuff. Again, feeling very Final Fantasy. I love the system that you learn skills and uh abilities through what you equipped on yeah. your characters That's- that was really unique and different i mean just man they hit on all those notes and the story's so far pretty neat i i really like fall fantasy 9 like i remember back in the day you know it's always i loved fall fantasy 7 i enjoyed 8 like i love 8 for the characters but there's a lot of like the draw system yeah. like let's face it that wasn't the greatest um there's some the draw I didn't like the, the level scaling. Down. That's all it does. The level yeah. scaling, I didn't yeah. love with that either. Um, so, yes, yeah, so there were some issues with eight. And then I, like, unfortunately skipped nine, really like ten. Uh, but now coming back to nine, I'm like, man, this might be my top three for Final Fantasy games. How like, far are you into it now? Uh not that far at all. Again, because of splitting. Yeah. Um, but you know, I've gotten through a few mainline bosses I should, for sure. I should
0: get you to stream that one. I'd watch you play that one.
1: I, I really enjoy it actually. Um but again, that's me. I love my old school PS1 square. Yeah. So did you ever games. finish
0: that one or no?
1: Okay, I mean we can go back way in the past. Um I was at the I leveled all the characters to ninety nine because I'm an insane person. I love grinding. And I was at the last area to fight the last boss and yeah, my house got broken into and uh, they stole my the PlayStation card. two that I was using the PS one disc in at the time. Yeah. Uh, they stole the memory cards, everything. Um, so there's no way for me to like, you know, obviously carry on. And then I just never got that far again, unfortunately. It's how it has to go. So that's what I did. Otherwise, I was quite busy with life again. Um, I'm not going to dwell on it too much. But you know, like if I'm not up to snuff this week, I ask forgiveness. Uh, I just came from my friend's uh, funeral. So uh, you know, I'll dedicate this episode to my buddy Scott, who is gone now. So beyond losing a friend and all that stuff, I've been up, since like 1 30 a.m we're recording right now at like 6 p.m on a saturday which is abnormal for us but that was also my fault normally we do friday so just basically i'm just asking for everyone's uh forgiveness i'm just definitely tired checked out a bit so you know bear with us uh i'm gonna try to be a little bit better for next week's episode and uh, we'll carry forward into our actual articles, Chris. PlayStation Plus Extra,
0: premium games removed from service aren't yours to keep forever. This one comes from Push Square. We recently reported on a couple of games featured in PlayStation Plus Extra and PlayStation Plus Premium that will be leaving the service fairly soon. This caused a little confusion as many believe that the huge libraries of games in the new tiers would be accessible forever. So long as you stay subscribed and download them to your PS5 or PS4, to be perfectly clear, that is not the case. If a game is removed from PlayStation Plus Extra or Premium, it will no longer be available to play, even if you've claimed it. Sony did confirm this detail in its PlayStation Blog Guide to the new PlayStation Plus, making the following statement. Similar to PlayStation Now, if the content is no longer offered on PlayStation Plus, you won't be able to access the titles when they leave the service. Now this is obviously very similar to Game Pass as well. Um, and even PlayStation Now I, was you Yeah, know, the same like way. it's the the thing people have to realize is that it's not like it's just like, oh, a decision the like, game's free. Like they have to go and like deal with the publishers of the games and they have to figure out contracts like how long is this game going to be on the service? Uh-huh. Is it indefinitely? Cuz there are games that are on there forever. Yeah. But there like the big titles are the ones that are usually where it's like, okay, it'll be on there for four months or something. Then we're going to take it off. And then who knows next year it might go back on or they'll have a new DLC and they'll throw it on there like type of things. So I, I don't think I wasn't surprised by it, but maybe I guess some people if they didn't read the finer print did not read this. Yeah. I so. feel
1: like it's one of those situations. If you're looking at this from the gaming medium and not how subscription services work usually like, you know, when we compare it to Netflix, same thing are you losing shows and movies all the time for sure unless it's a netflix yeah. original but most of the time things go on and things sometimes leave that's what's going to happen here and just like if netflix removed a movie it's gone like i don't know what to tell you until they yeah and like some of these games may come back to a lot of people i'm yeah. i feel like xbox a few times have relisted the same game and mm.
0: that's like i don't think you'll see a lot of fluctuation with like the PlayStation 3 games or the classics like I suspect those will probably stay there for most of the time I, I don't think they'll get removed at this point because I think probably most of the publishers don't care at this point for those games but who knows I'm just I, I would expect it more for the the current games out there like you know Red Dead Redemption Demon Souls all that kind of stuff I suspect it to be more of a rotation for the stuff on the, that part of the subscription plan so So we'll continue on square enix wants to develop story focused nfts this one comes from vgc according to the company's 2022 shareholders meeting report as reported by mishuzuki it plans to continue to integrate blockchain technology into game development as revealed in the report the company's medium term goals include the development of blockchain games and entertainment products however when discussing how the blockchain would impact the company's biggest franchises Square Enix president Yosuke Matsuda said it's still too early to consider making Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy blockchain games. I find it interesting that they mention Dragon Quest as one of the two games that they are suggesting for this. I don't know; that's kind of weird. Final oh, Fantasy blockchain. I think you reading though.
1: it wrong. Uh, it's still too early to consider making Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy blockchain games.
0: Yeah, but why did they choose? I mean, just mean why are they specifically saying those two games? Like they have a, Square Enix has a huge library of games. Why do they focus on Dragon Quest? Was there already somebody talking about
1: those games? But I think that, I don't know. I feel like that's exactly what they're saying. I think they're saying that this is very experimental and that they would rather, like, I think they know it's stupid. I think they know it's dumb. It's predatory, like always. So that they're going to throw like a lamb to the slaughter, take a lower known property, there you go. Did it work? Did it not? And if it does work, Chris, then yeah, I think then you're right. Be, then yeah. you're coming back to Dragon Quest okay. and Final Fantasy. Yeah. Because I think they know, like, as, as much as they would love to steal all your money, that they're like, man, if we did this and it doesn't work out and we kill Final Fantasy or kill Dragon Quest, some of our biggest earners, that's not going to be good. Shareholders there's, there's aren't no going to be happy. This,
0: There's no way this is going to do well. Like they, no. haven't, they haven't had a game hit in a while, even. And that's not even blockchain games. So I don't know. Like Screenix, they got to go back to the drawing board for a lot of things.
1: Well, and that like you bring up a great point. It's you haven't had a banger other than I mean, I disagree. A lot of people love Final Fantasy remake, but beyond that, in the last like five years, what have you had? Yeah, and it's like I know a lot of people like Final Fantasy fourteen, but let's face it, that game was saved Kingdom Hearts three years ago. Yeah, but Badland Wonderworld, uh, any of the, you know, Galaxy, or what is it, Gal- Guardians, Guardians of the galaxy, the galaxy, stuff like that. I mean, that was more of them producing, so it's like, whatever. Yeah. But anything that comes from them, in particular, just doesn't hold not, up for me. Not lately. I don't like the directions they're taking, so it's like, man, if you already can't make a stellar game, it's like, and you're already considering making, like, games with this weird nature attached to them, I... Man, that's a that's a recipe for failure right there.
0: I'm curious to see what the first game's gonna be that somehow integrates this into
1: Kingdom Hearts four. Let's go. Oh oh my god.
0: (laughs) I just don't (laughs) I don't I like I physically can't wrap my head around how this will work. Like how is this how's this gonna make the game different for players
1: down the road? Like I don't I just You have to buy your individual party members. It's so like, like, you can get this unique, nobody else has this party member. It's like, it just costs, Avatar. you know, $500. Yeah. It's like, ah, no, I'm cool, thanks. So I'll, I guess like, I'll is just this play. is this
0: what's going to, like, replace the cosmetic systems then maybe? I think so. In some form.
1: And yeah. they'll pretend they're unique and all that crap. And it's like, but because you don't actually own it, they'll probably just resell the same one later and be like, but yours was unique because it had a little glaze of purple on it. There's a pixel that has, was green. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, I just don't
0: understand how they're like, are they going to sell you like these things as unique things to people? Cause lately the things that they have done hasn't really been unique in my opinion. So yeah. that doesn't scream NFT to me. Uh, so it's like, like, what are they going to, does that mean there are going to be auction houses in all of our games now where people are going to be able to bid on these unique well, avatars? I just,
1: I just can't wait to see all those monkey JPEGs. So. Oh uh, Yeah. Overwatch 2 will completely replace the original upon launch on PS5 and PS4. This one comes from Push Square. Speaking during a Reddit AMA, Aaron Keller, director of Overwatch 2, confirmed as much. In quotes, when OW2 launches on October 4th, it will be a replacement for the current live service, he says. This means that the original Overwatch will not be playable past the 4th of October, so players will need to upgrade to the sequel. Fortunately, it's free to play so at least there's no barrier to entry. As pointed out by IGN, the original idea was that players in both games would be able to play together simultaneously, but it seems as though fundamental game changes have put a stopper on that. Overwatch 2 features 5v5 matches, where the first game was 6v6, so the two just aren't compatible anymore. Forcing everyone into the sequel will mean the user base stays together.
0: You know what that means?
1: What's the happening? one
0: friend in your group of six that's been dragging you down, you can cut them.
1: <laughs> you send him back to Sea of Thieves, the rest of you continue on. You're, <laughs> cut. Carry, <laughs> You're cut. Carry on my wayward son. You're going to <laughs> see a <of> Thieves. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think this is like, it's one of those weird situations where it's like, the end result is positive but leading up to this decision is a bunch of stupid poorly oh, yeah. made decisions
0: yeah like for me this i don't either of us this doesn't affect us cuz we don't play overwatch i think i tried it briefly way back in the day um it is what it is it's competitive those those types of games do well like Se- six siege and mm. uh, pubg all these types of competitive team based ones so it's yeah well, it's a story i mean <laughs> It's. I think this was kind of already started to be speculated this this was going to happen. Yeah. So I remember, if I recall, I remember seeing an article that there was a streamer who got into the Overwatch 2 beta, I think it might have been XQC, and he had accidentally shown his screen and that I think the second one had replaced the first one or something on the launcher. So he's like, oh, and he backed, backed out. I think that's the story, I, I if I recall. So... I think it was already speculated that was going to replace this, so... Eh, As long as, you know, people still enjoy the game and there's more content and hopefully less ways to take the money from your wallet, which I suspect that won't be the case. And
1: That does seem to be the next positive point, is they are finally moving away from these egregious uh, loot box systems and moving towards more traditionally and, I guess, somewhat user welcomed uh practices like battle passes and so on yeah that uh, seems to be the
0: the trend that seems to be the industry standard
1: of- at this point now for those types of yeah. games so i again i think the end result could be positive i just don't know if the demand's there anymore for overwatch not that i'm saying it has zero player base or anything it's not battlefield 2042 let's face it but in taking the break of and not making content for overwatch because they needed the time to make this game. I just worry that it's lost some of the uh, the player base, essentially.
0: Yeah, it's probably been dwindling for a while. Not that we track it or anything, but
1: yeah, it's, it's got to be dwindling at this point.
0: It's pretty old, isn't it, Overwatch? It's been around oh, for yeah. a, a couple years, so. Yeah. More than a couple.
1: So let's move on to something I think me and Chris are going to be a little more enthused by. A Plague Tale Requiem gets October release date and 10 minutes of new gameplay. This one comes from BGC. Asobo Studios game, which is a sequel to A Plague Tale, Innocence, will be released on October 18th, 2022 for PS5, Xbox Series X and S, PC and Switch in the form of cloud version. There you go, Switch. A new extended gameplay sequence, which follows protagonist Amicia, am I saying that Amicia. right, Chris? Amicia. Amicia uh, and Hugo as they make their way through a quarry. A collector's edition was also announced, which includes a resin statue, uh, a brooch modeled after Hugo's Hugo's, a feather, three lithographs, and a short LP of two tracks from the game. This edition will be exclusively available from publisher Focus Entertainment online store. Uh, let's get back to the first part of the article, Chris. Are you excited? I know you want to play this game. Uh, does October 18th sound good to you?
0: Yeah, that's good. This seems like a good window. Mm. I'm, I'm, uh, I'd like it sooner, but that's cool. I'm good with it. Um, I just, I'm, I, I'm, I'm trying to decide, like, how am I going to play this game? Am I going to spend a dollar and get Game Pass and play it for free, essentially? Or what's PlayStation giving me? What, what are their options? Uh, I'm definitely excited for this. Yeah, like I said, I'd like to play it on the PS5, but I'll probably end up playing it on the PC because I why pay seventy dollars or $60 like it's just why bother right so which tells me like how did this they make money how do they make money
1: I don't I, I don't want to go there I don't want to go there I I'm undecided um I still have to play the first one like we talked about last yeah. week but if I do enjoy the first one and this one does look a lot better in my opinion like it, oh yeah they, they put the work in and oh, that, yeah. that much is very clear uh so if, if I do enjoy the original and this one looking as good as is, I will pay them the $70 that they deserve it. And again, I'm happy to pay for my games because I want to support these bigger titles, these AAA experiences, and I don't want everything to turn into Halo Infinite. Um, And that's just my opinion. I mean, well, you know, there's a real thing. A game pass game has some stank to it. And, I, I fear that's the same with Sony, but Sony, again, taking steps that some Ooh. people don't agree with. Some people think are not consumer friendly, and that's fine. That's their opinion. But I think Sony's protecting these AAA experiences, and we're going to yep. get good games. And I think this deserves money if it True. ends up being as good as it, it appears to be currently.
0: Yes. It is on my PlayStation 5 wishlist. Uh, I did get a notification after this announcement that it was available for pre order. Um like you said I know we're kind of joking about the game pass but there's a good chance I'll pay for it. Um you want it, those it's trophies. Always, it's always yeah I want that's the thing is like I kind of <laughs> I'm willing to pay that money just for the trophies. Yeah. Uh, and I think the game's going to be really good cuz I really like the first one so yes. Uh, yeah. Definitely excited for this one. And it looks it's good. almost
1: unrecognizable because it just—it seems like they added a lot. You know the yeah. crossbow. I don't think that was in the original. No, no, no. Um, she's straight Merkin people. That's yep. cool. I Infinite know, rocks. Uh, and it looks good. Like it looks good.
0: Oh yeah, it does look very good. Character models and the environment, mm-hmm. which is usually where you get a bit of a split. Where it's like the environment always looks really good, but the character models always look like shit. No, this one actually mm-hmm. looked half decent. So Yep. continuing on. Skate 4, reportedly ready for full reveal in July. This one comes from Push Square. Skate 4, as we've come to know it, is reportedly queued up for a reveal next month. This scuttlebutt comes courtesy of prolific leaker Tom Henderson, who cites anonymous sources. Apparently, EA will unveil the skateboarding sim at some point in July, with the game further along in development than initially thought.
1: Awesome. I, I liked Skate. Uh Like, I played Tony Hawk. I think everyone who was yeah. ever alive in that generation did, and uh so I moved on to Skate. I don't think I ever bought Skate myself. I feel like I, I always just somehow ended played up it. with a copy from a friend or something, yep. but, like, it was a cool game. It, it's kind of like they took the Fight Night mechanics and were like, can we implement the dual analog sticks into a skateboard game? It's very neat. It looked good for the time, for sure. So, I'm, like, I'm excited for the people that want this. I Again, this is one of those games where I'm like, okay, like I could see like it's a game pass game for me um, or like if Sony gets it or whoever gets it or if it's on EA Play, whatever, fine. Um, I, I'm not going to buy this, but again, I'm not obviously the biggest skateboard fan or anything like that. I just think their games are fun. Like, you know, if you just want some brainless entertainment, it's the perfect game.
0: Was skate the one that was like more realistic? I yes. I'm yeah, I remember like you had like you could like angle on the board and stuff two yeah. different ways. It was like very very sensitive. Yeah, I remember playing it briefly. Maybe it was just a demo, but I feel like I put oh, a little bit more into. the
1: I've de- played the first one on a demo too. I think we might have done the same.
0: Maybe that's what we're thinking of. But yeah, I never did fully commit to it. Uh, I did really enjoy Tony Hawk uh, Pro Skater. Uh-huh. In the beginning so but yeah i this one the skates never really pulled me in that direction but i suspect there's a fairly large audience that has been excited for a sequel to skate because it's been a significant amount of time if i recall so yeah uh i'm sure this is uh good news for those people
1: fantastic so we'll move on Heines
0: is sega's new multiplayer shooter sega doing a shooter this one comes from vgc The game is the long-expected shooter project from Creative Assembly. The Total War studio has been working on the shooter for several years and has previously described it in job listings as something radically different in the FPS space. In a live stream on Wednesday, the studio described the game as a multiplayer, multi-team robbery game, which sees five teams of three battle AI and each other to steal loot from vast spaceships with zero-G segments. That was a mouthful mouthful.
1: That That lot of fancy gimmicky words. Yeah. Zero Zero
0: G. G. Does that mean ragdoll physics?
1: I don't know. Honestly, looking at this briefly, I'm not going to give it all my attention. It doesn't deserve it. This is, you know, that game we talked about uh, a few months back, Hood, on the PS4. Oh, right. Yeah. It just seems like that, but space with the same generic character. You know, all the characters look like multiple colors and like just mismatched items and all, almost like a Fortnite character. I, mm. I, as soon as I saw this, I was just like, and I've already forgotten about it.
0: If you want a premium robbery game, uh, my recommendation is Payday 2. I uh, had a good amount of fun with that one. And you can play with co-op friends too.
1: Yeah. Or Sea of Thieves. You can steal pirate ships yeah, and stuff steal that later. booty. Steal the booty. So moving on for something that's so forgettable, we're going to move on to something that hurts deep. Tony Hawk says Activision scrapped a 3 and 4 remake following Vicarious Visions merger. This one comes from VGC. A planned remake of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 and 4 was canceled due to Activision Blizzard's decision to absorb 1 plus 2 developer Vicarious Visions. That's according to the Pro Skater himself, who claimed during a live stream on Monday that Activision had briefly taken pitches from other studios but allegedly wasn't happy with any of them so chris that article went on for quite a while but this you know here's the mean potatoes they didn't like anyone else's pitch they didn't trust anyone else but at the same time they cast vicarious visions to the dogs and unfortunately we're left with empty hands and it's a like i said it's unfortunate did i play remake one and two no but everyone always told me three and four were the better ones anyway I personally want to see Undergrounds get remade, but. Oh, uh, yeah, Underground. I'm a, I'm a stra- or strange boy, I guess.
0: Yeah, I think my faves were two, th- two and three and Undergrounds. Those are the mm-hmm. ones I remember most of my time with. So I don't remember four, to be honest. I mean, there no. was one that, that was kind of like open worldish, but I don't even remember what game that would have been.
1: I thought that might have been Underground one or two. Yeah, there was I one that was I like. Remember, you could pick up your board and start and running walking and climb, around, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Maybe that was underground. That, that was underground, too. I, I could Two? be wrong. Yeah, though. Okay. That, very long ago, I definitely so, yeah. don't feel confident.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, just a short story there. But yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, it doesn't, you know mean, it doesn't is- mean it's not going to happen, but.
1: Yeah. Not right now. Not right now. You know what else is interesting? Dice's new boss says it has no time for Mirror's Edge style projects. We're focusing only on Battlefield. This one comes from VGC. Oh, man, it's awesome. When you're up, you're up. DICE's new general manager has said the studio has no time to pursue non-Battlefield projects as it looks to establish itself as a lean developer in the FPS market. I summarized the hell out of this article. This thing went on forever as she tries to explain that DICE deserves to be the best FPS place and yada, yada, yada. And... Battlefields are future. We don't want to focus on anything else. Disappointing words considering that they don't know how to make a battlefield anymore. They don't even know how to make a, a quality FPS, in my opinion.
0: I just shake my head at it. It's like I I don't have a leading FPS in my mind. Like like maybe storyline wise, I liked the old Call of Duties. Um, even like uh, Medal of Honor, I think was like had decent storylines back in the day. Even the redone like the Dice's version or whatever. Um, but yeah, like I I I could do the same for Call of Duty. I could say like three or four games, three or four battlefields, three or four call of duties that were just shit. Like they were yeah. just awful. And like But di- I
1: would argue those bad Call of Duties had player boards like or ranking I these yeah, yeah. And yeah, leaderboard, thank <laughs> yeah. you. They they had working leaderboards, they had maps, Functional. they had you know, you know. As much as you may not have enjoyed them, they probably yeah. ran
0: like Advanced you know? Warfare. That was a big one. That I think mm-hmm. that people didn't like. I don't they think...
1: want to include modes that just don't work and you that know. they take away later.
0: But yeah, Battlefield like this is like I don't know. We're gonna sit. We're gonna step aside. We're not gonna focus on other games because we need to focus and make a good Battlefield yeah. game.
1: What, what were you, what are you doing with the last yeah. one? Like, what was the yeah.
0: last one? Like you just oh, it was whatever. We were just on autopilot. Mm like, <laughs> like, the, like well, but even
1: like Battlefield uh what would they call it Battlefield Hardline? 5 was it 5 was the oh, last one maybe
0: 5 one? yeah i think 5 was the one before yeah.
1: and I, that one wasn't that well received either not like, initially yeah and then like they failed to release the uh battle royale mode that came way late and then it came out and that wasn't working either like no. it wasn't received well so it's just error after error and then they finally had an opportunity to fix the bad press with 2042 somehow they released a bigger turd and now it's just scrambled to the finish line and they're you know even in this article she touches on it as well where she's trying to claim that like they're very focused on 2042 because there were those other reports where leakers were and you know people with the insider scoop were saying that they were kind of done and moving mainly with the next one. And she's trying to say that that's not the case. I honestly don't believe it. How do you start disabling features,
0: Mm -hmm. lowering the player count of lobbies? Come on. Yeah. You're yeah. You've moved on. And even even season
1: one, it seemed like they had nothing to say. Yeah. So that's fine. Good luck, Dice. Yeah. We have all the faith in you for sure. Uh, So we're going to move on to the bigger articles here. From Software's next game is in the final stages of development. This one comes from IGN. In an interview with Japanese gaming website 4Gamer, From Software and Elden Ring director Hititaki Miyazaki revealed that the studio's next game is already in the final stages of development. According to the interview, the publication asked Miyazaki back in 2018 around the launch of Sekiro Shadows Die Twice how From Software's two unannounced games were shaping up. One unannounced game would go on to become Elden Ring, but this other unannounced game is still in the works, and according to Miyazaki, development is currently in the final stages. No word on what this game might be, but one of the high-profile leaks from, from Software suggests the studio is working on a new Armored Core game, the company's Mech Battle Simulator. Miyazaki himself revealed that he is already working on yet another game as director, with plans to work on a more abstract fantasy than anything we've done in the past. The interview concludes with Miyazaki sharing that along with these new titles, more updates for Elden Ring are in the works. Considering each of the past soul games like Dark Souls and Bloodborne received fairly substantial DLC campaigns, we can likely expect the same for Elden Ring. Uh, Chris, there's multiple things that make me smile ear to ear. Uh, Let's start with the former, and that is that we might be seeing a resurgence of armor core. Uh, As much as that tickles the nostalgia fairies in my head, I'm also a little concerned because as much as I played those games on PS1, primarily I think I played most of them on PS1, um, I feel like they never aged well after PS1. You'd get to PS2, they didn't change the gameplay. You get to PS3, I think they had one or two failed attempts at that as well, and they just felt old. They, They never really changed the core gameplay and that dated it and i think they were doomed to fail at that point but hey if you can get past all that they had like a million parts so many complicated elements you know you're dealing with weight attack all that stuff you had to like you know really look into those details to build yourself a working functioning fighting mech and man those games look cool and i love the customization uh so I have a little nostalgia for that. I I wouldn't mind seeing it, but at the same time, I need them to show me that this has moved forward. And this is, you know, uh, I, I lack the terminology here, but like, this is made for this generation, you know? Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. For me, I, I never played the armored core series, so I don't have any pull towards this. You Uh,
1: done messed up boy.
0: (laughs) Uh, maybe like I, I, Back at least in, the day, in the
1: early generations like PS One, like I said, like,
0: like back then I played Mech Warrior. Mech Warrior is what I played. Yeah, and uh, not a bad game either. Yeah, I played mostly probably number three. I think that was where I kind of jumped into the series. And um, I think it has a lot of that stuff that you're talking about. Like I remember there was like you could throw uh, like tons of different guns on your mech, but as soon as you fire mm-hmm. all the guns at the same time, it would overheat your ship and you would yep. shut down. Every single button on your keyboard I had like a keyboard layout thing that came with the game where I told you what every button on your keyboard did. It was really intense um so that was my mech experience with gaming um I don't know it's it, armored core like the last one I think it was if I looked it up correct, it was like twenty thirteen or something, so it's been a long time yeah. um i i I hope they do well um the competition I think is like i don't know what you call i I don't even know if you would put it as competition but titanfall no yeah kind of similar it's a mech titanfall it's not like you know
1: it unfortunately it's at a sunset kind of place right now and i feel like there's not much competition here like we don't have a zone of the enders we don't have anything like that um mech wise yeah like you're right titanfall at the time but i feel like titanfall is a little call of duty-esque Right. i mean how yeah. it inspired Duty to change and try steal all those mechanics did, yeah. um, while running and all that so i feel like there's nothing quite like Armored core that i that at least comes to my mind like maybe i'm absolutely blanking right. just because of my sleep deprivation currently and i apologize for that but i currently couldn't think of anything so i do think there's a window of opportunity here but like i said i i really think they need to show and prove that it's got to be revolutionary made the advances yes
0: yeah like I I don't know if there I don't know if there's something they could show to me that would be like okay I want this game I don't think there's anything you could show for like this is just not something I'm interested in um even like I said like mech warrior it was I had fun with it but it was like it was just the game that I was playing at the time like it's not like I got yeah. super into like mechs and all that kind of stuff so I, it would have to show some pretty amazing stuff for me to even be interested. I think, but oh, yeah. it's good because I think that a lot of the people like you yourself who has that nostalgia for it, they, they I, it could do well. It could do well, uh-huh. especially for From Software. They're they're yeah. they're the master of uh, sneaking those under the rug and, and that's Honestly,
1: you. with with them riding the high that was Elden Ring, I feel like even people like yourself, and not I'm not going to exclude you or say you specifically, but um, just people like you that maybe played Elden Ring that never really touched anything else. Now, you you know, you're trained to look for anything that says from software, like maybe there's more interest in this, even other people that haven't played it.
0: Yeah, true. Sure.
1: Um, and hopefully that's the case, but I think let's move on to the second part, which is he's essentially confirming we will get more content for Elden Ring and holy crap, do I want this? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think everyone assumed just with the record sales that. They've gotten from this game, and just the insane critical reception, fan reception. It seems like a no-brainer that there'd be more content coming. Uh, I can't wait for this. I, I mean, I'm not going to expect anytime soon. They put so much work in Elden Ring, and that type of game clearly takes some time. And they're still balancing uh,
0: it constantly, so
1: for sure, there's patches. You know, even I think as recent as last week, if I'm not i'm not uh, maybe two weeks ago now but either way um that's just another great thing to hear man from Ooh. software is just having a hell of a year and like, good for them they well, deserve it. i think it's not surprising
0: too because haven't like gamers haven't people found areas that make it seem like there would be dlc like there's like areas that seem not necessarily incomplete but it looks like there's more to those areas
1: i know data data miners found like, yeah a weapon or two i can't remember uh one was something to do with mikla and it was like a twin blade Mm. uh so yeah i do think that could have something to do with it there's so uh, the thing was from software they leave so many secrets and mysteries that there's so much speculation around like well these all look like they're pointing to the center thing that conveniently has a cloud in the map is that like a hidden island and then maybe that's what the dlc is and i've heard all these theories and i'm interested but I also it could just be you know all the other from softwares mind you are not from software but dark souls and mind you those are an open world but typically it was like touch this painting and you're suddenly in a different world mm-hmm. so they could easily do that too i don't know like uh but i yeah i guess most likely it would just and or they could just as you've played the game you just expand the map they could do that again oh I yeah don't for sure
0: I was already Easily. surprised. I think everybody was already surprised at how, how big the map was.
1: How many times it would keep happening. You're like, oh, okay. This is, oh my God. It yeah, got bigger. Zoom it's out. Just, zoom out, All zoom the out. time. All the, oh man. By the end, when you're trying to go back to the round table. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so yeah. Anyway, all good stuff. Let's move on to our next one.
0: Sonic remaster developer says he's very unhappy about the state of Sonic origins. This one comes from VGC. The Sonic CD remaster was originally developed by Christian Whitehead using his Retro Engine, while Sonic 1 and 2 were developed by Whitehead and Headcanon Games. Headcanon then confirmed in April that it had remastered Sonic 3 and Knuckles for the upcoming Sonic Origins. However, Sonic Origin itself was developed and compiled in-house at Sega using the remasters, and Headcanon developer Simon Thomley, aka Stealth, is not happy with the finished product. This is frustrating, Tom Lee said in a Twitter thread. I won't lie and say that there weren't issues in what we gave to Sega, but what is in Origins is also not what we turned in. Integration introduced some wild bugs that conventional logic would have one believe were our responsibility. A lot of them aren't. We asked to do major fixes near submission, but weren't allowed due to submission and approval rules. We asked about delays early and repeatedly, but were told they weren't possible. We offered to come back for post-release fixes and updates. We do not yet know if this is happening.
1: Kind of Sega's dis- just making those good choices. Makes you really want to dive into that uh, Hyenas game. Yeah. Or is it Hyenas? Hyenas.
0: Yeah. It's kind of, kind of disappointing, Sega. like uh, Sony's not going to buy you if you're doing this stuff.
1: and so you know where else we heard this is when fans saw the new sonic game the supposedly not open world open world and also asked for a delay and sega said no so even fans can't get them to delay games and yeah this is uh not really good uh for sega and it looks really bad when one of your own you know developing partners comes out and says hey like we don't like this. We're not happy with the finished product. You release this. We, and they're even asking. Yeah. It sounds like almost begging on their knees. Like, please, please let, let us not. Like, we, we we have namesake to think of here.
0: Yeah. Please let us work on the project that we put time and effort into. No. Sega says no. It's done. Well,
1: and even to say, like, post-release fixes and updates. Like, yeah. But they probably just don't want to pay them. And they're like, oh, it's good enough.
0: Yeah. You know, budgets. Expensive. Yeah.
1: whole budgets. So. Yeah, unfortunately, it sounds like if you're a Sega fan, um and I don't know it we we we'll touch on it a little bit later in um the Metacritic uh review roundups. It's sitting okay, like Sega Origins isn't being burnt alive or anything, so it's interesting to see that it apparently could have been so much better, but uh hopefully it's still a decent game. like I hope people didn't get ripped off, like I'll never know unless maybe it comes to one of our services later. Uh, but currently, yeah, all I can do is hope that it's running for people well. Just don't expect if you're not having a good time with it, or you've heard about some of these bugs, I just wouldn't, you know, hold your breath and expect any patches to come out anytime soon for it.
0: Yeah, the the reviews are fairly positive, so I maybe he's just being overly critical of his own work. Could be. I can't. Uh, some people do I, that. I can't
1: remember. I didn't add it in the article. I forgot to, but. There's also some other information at the bottom talking about how they like mislabeled music or put the wrong music in the wrong areas or something like that. Uh, just some really classic stuff from Sega. Really putting an extra effort. You know.
0: that extra move, Sega.
1: Okay, we're going to move on. Last of Us and Days Gone Dev Veterans announced new studio and NFT game Ashfall. This one comes from VGC. PlayStation veterans Michael Mombauer and John Garvin have teamed up to form a new gaming and entertainment studio called Lithos. The company debut game is Ashfall, which is described as the first true web 3.0 AAA title for PC console and the Hedera Network, which uses a native energy efficient cryptocurrency called HBAR, or maybe HBAR, I'm not sure, Litho CEO Mom Bauer previously spent 13 years at PlayStation as the head of its visual arts service group, working on the likes of Uncharted and The Last of Us. More recently, he was the co-founder and CEO of That's No Moon, which apparently he formed and then left already. You know, great uh, news if you're partnering with this guy to open up a studio. <laughs> um, Psych! John Garvin, the... John Garvin, the former creative director and writer of Days Gone developer Ben Studio, is serving as vice president of creative at Lithos and is the writer and director of its debut project. In quotes, "Ashfall will have players fighting to survive a world scarred by global warming, the ignited volcanic ring of fire, mysterious and disruptive energy fields, and warring enclaves, beginning as a connected single player adventure that will evolve into a multiplayer PVP and PvE cinematic" Transmedia world, Litho said in an announcement on Thursday. Uh, Steve's eyes are rolling in the back of his head. Mombauer was asked by VentureBeat how the Web 3.0 will play a role in Ashfall. In quotes, Transmedia and the power of connected worlds has always been something I've been extremely passionate about, he responded. There is a bit of misunderstanding in my opinion on what blockchain gaming could mean for gamers. I see the blockchain as a railway and the main station is video games and your wallets. Mombauer added the other rail station all lead to the main one, which is games and the trains deliver precious cargo NFTs to gamers via the other stations. It's a way to have deeper and more engaging experiences than we've ever seen before. We want to record gamers. uh, We want to reward gamers for doing stuff they already love doing and create a path from those areas they love back to the thing that they love most, gaming. To maybe just keep us in gaming. What a, like, ah, oh man, what did I just read? I'm actually five points yeah. dumber. Actually, I'm five like points. Three dumber. points dumber. These listening. glasses that I talked about, I lost all the points. They're basically yeah. like, yeah, they're nerfed. You nerfed my glasses. I I don't understand. This is so dumb. So predatory. And then just like. You, you notice how every time nfts come up there's the there's a you bit of a know. misunderstanding this sounds like a trump tweet you guys just don't <laughs> understand what he's trying to do it's the best <laughs> i'm sorry i'm doing a horrible that trump works. impression but you know what i'm saying like it's the best and i'm like no it's not the best nfts suck it's something I, i'm surprised actually trump doesn't get into nfts now i think about it but i just right away I can guarantee you i'm never touching this game i mean not to mention the pve pvp i mean i looked at the picture it looks like freaking destiny uh i don't understand i don't care to understand i just i don't know this is so not going to be a good thing i i can't obviously say with absolute like absolute authority that i know what the future holds but I mean, heck, I'd put, I'd put a hefty bet and wager that this, uh, this isn't going to be anything good for the industry. I even had to look up, like, what Web 3.0 is and just reading it again, your eye just, like, rolls in the I could see parts of my brain I could never <laughs> see before. And that's how far back my eyes rolled. And I just, I don't care. I don't care about this jibber-jabber. I don't care about any of this stuff. As soon as studios or developers... I want to start talking about this stuff. I'm checking out. You know, I'll talk about it because the podcast, I'll try to warn as many people as I can. Um, that These games just aren't necessary. And guess what? These games already exist. Just play Destiny. It's not going to shake your wallet nearly as much as something like this is going to. And, and like how, like to come out this, like uneducated about the current state that NFTs are viewed at by the, like the people themselves. NFTs are at the lowest point they've ever been it feels like more and more people are educated about just how stupid they are and that they like every day you look at an article and it's like oh this guy thought he had like 300 million dollars because he had a chimpanzee jpeg from some no name artist that in my opinion conned him out of money making him believe that that's the value is that he made you believe there's value in it and then it gets stolen because someone takes a picture of it. And it's like, oh, now you're out $200 million, supposedly. I don't know. There's just so many funny stories. And you can't help but like laugh at these people. I know it's mean to say, but let, let's face it. Like, You took a JPEG, and we're like, yep, that's valuable. <laughs> I, I don't know what to I, tell honestly... you. Like, do I take a picture of my grandma at the store? And I'm like, can I buy bread with this? Can I get milk and eggs with grandma if I give you the corresponding picture of grandpa? I'm an idiot. Together the values like tripled I honestly don't have much to say I'm gonna blow your mind when I have a picture of them holding hands (laughs) Uh,
0: That's another million I honestly don't have much to say You've taken the words out of my mouth This is just predatory Um, I feel like there must be like a group chat For NFT people out there And they're like yeah they're just building themselves up trying to say this is still a thing this is still a thing it's like oh yeah we're gonna make a game for you guys (gasps) we're gonna buy it we're gonna give you all our money to get all those cosmetics that you know in normal games you just unlock by playing or by spending in-game currency or uh, uh, doing challenges I I can't say this enough because we see say this all the time back when games were good where you could just unlock things by being like skillful or like looking things up and figuring out puzzles to unlock cosmetics and characters and stuff. So, but hey, it's the future, man. You're just going to have to swipe Apparently. that credit card and you're going to get all those cosmetics assuming you don't go over your limit.
1: <laughs> ah, man. I can't wait till these I, people are like watching their houses get taken <laughs> away and they're like, but man, still was got it ever worth NT. that denim jacket? Yeah, Yeah. Was the denim jacket no. real at least? <laughs> no, man. Sure. It was all my 3D imaginary character but man were my parents going to be proud oh, <laughs> it's just cuz it's one of the i know kind. you say
0: like you don't want to talk about this and I, we don't like i don't want to talk about this either but i'm looking at least i'm hopeful to look forward to some funny stories in the future when this crashes and burns oh, yeah. um i don't oh, w- sure. wish ill on people um i i wish ill on the idea of what this is um so I'm saddened that these people might be affected negatively because they're choosing to do this. But I don't know. This is just, I, I feel like they're doing this for the lo- wrong reasons. They're going to come online and they're going to say, you don't understand. I'm, I'm sorry. Yep. I, I can't understand. So why am I going to give you money to pretend like I'm a part of something?
1: I also can't understand why kids would put uh, Tide Pods in their mouth, but it doesn't mean it's a good idea just because I can't understand it
0: fresh breath right
1: that is true you got me on that one actually i'll take it back <laughs> uh
0: just for reference do not put tie pods in your mouth
1: no see how it was see what the kids messed up is you have to put forks and spoons <laughs> in there first and you, then you eat swallow the tie it and you shit <laughs> them out <You> clean <laughs> wash them around
0: once again do not go. put tie pods in your mouth <laughs>
1: If it took Chris it the second time To finally convince that's you too That's times. too many times if, Even
0: if the first time times. that was too many times
1: And you were still thinking about it You're like but And like, if you're no, sitting to yourself But what, uh, what about
0: other pod related products No no
1: Z <laughs> Unless it's a podcast yes, it's No podcast. stop it Okay we're going to move on to our final article Of the evening Because it's evening while we're recording this I don't care when you're listening to it I don't care
0: Final Fantasy 16 producer Naoki Yoshida Interviews real-time combat AI party members No open world more (laughs) What? This one's from Gamatsu Okay, so we're gonna try to rapid-fire this one Because it's quite long uh, But we like Final Fantasy most of the time So we'll, 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 we'll touch on this Interviews with Final Fantasy 16 producer Naoki Yoshida have gone live across several outlets worldwide, which include new information on the summer 2023 due numbered Final Fantasy game. New key information includes Protagonist Clive has an arsenal of powerful attacks and abilities based off traditional Final Fantasy summons, which can be cycled through in real time, enabling powerful combination attacks. After Clive claims an icon's summons power, he will be able to unlock its abilities in an ability tree through points earned in battle. Just a reminder: This is an RPG. <laughs> there will be times where the player controls an icon, which I know I said before, but that is a summon in this world. In real time, there will be times where the player controls an icon econ. I I don't know if I'm saying it right. In real time, battling other econs. Each icon or econ versus Icon or Econ, battle is unique. One may be reminiscent of a 3D shooter, while another may be more like a pro wrestling match, while a third may transform the entire arena into a battlefield, like Pokemon. Each will have slight differences in user interface as well. Clive will be accompanied by one or more companions for most of his journey, who will participate in battle as well as a banter with Clive. These party members will be AI controlled. The wolf pup from the first trailer is named Torgal. As for whether Torgil will eventually play a role in combat, Yoshida said to wait and see. Creative Business Unit 3 chose a medieval fantasy style theme for Final Fantasy 16 because much of its core members, including Yoshida, simply enjoyed that style the most. The game uses an independent area-based game design that can give players a better feel of a truly global scale and is not open world. The game will be a complete experience at launch, that's what you kind of want in a game, and there are currently no plans for other <laughs> tertiary content. Players will follow the life of Clive through three stages his teens, his 20s, and his 30s. All that and more. Yeah. Final Fantasy 16 is currently fully playable from start to finish, but voiceovers in multiple languages still need to be recorded, and as it is a very action oriented game, uh, much play testing is required to fine tune difficulty, put the final touches on cutscenes and for full-scale debugging. You gotta get all those uh, different languages of the grunts. Uh, uh, uh. A third trailer is planned for release this fall, which will concentrate more on the world, lore, and
1: storyline. Hey, Chris, that was a lot of words.
0: I feel like this is unique. Like, it's different. It's definitely... I I think it's different than other Final Fantasies out there. Um... Which I think is something I said when Final Fantasy fifteen came out, uh, and over time I eventually learned to really in, like enjoy fifteen. It took a while; like I was not sold initially. Even afterwards, like there were still issues, but they they got me to enjoy the world and the characters, the bo- boy band. Uh, after some time. I suspect this could be a similar case where it's just I, I need to jump into it and start playing it, and eventually I'll probably enjoy it as well. Um, I'm interested in it. Like it, there's, it seems like there's a lot of different stuff that they're doing with it. Like I, I, I'm not being very specific, but the whole like channeling of the summons seems like a fairly different type of mechanic than other ones where it's just you know you cast a summon. It wrecks havoc and then it's gone. This almost se- seems like it's a whole different fight style when you're using different summons, which could be interesting. Um, they're probably might be unbalanced, so I could see why they need to take time on it because there's probably going to be one or two summons that just seem a lot better than others. Um, there's probably still going to be one summon where it just destroys everything, but uh, it's probably much later in the game, so I don't know. I'm interested, I need to see more. Um, I like I I tend to buy Final Fantasies just on instinct anyway at this point so I'll probably get it but yeah I I, I my best thing I could say is it reminds me of like 15 in the sense that it was, seems like it was fairly drastic change uh, to the series uh, so I feel like this one's also quite different and I guess maybe that's something to look forward to if you didn't like 15 or maybe liked it or I don't know I'm rambling
1: yeah I. I don't know. I guess it's weird. Um I feel sad. I feel like Fall Fantasy it's is not, not Fall no. Fantasy anymore. And I I understand that kids can't help but be easily distracted. Videos longer than 30 seconds scare them. Uh I mean, heck, even music um in certain genres I've noticed and it's intentional, but they're making their songs like only 2 minutes long now because they know like just the attention spans aren't there and i think that's what's affecting the fallen fantasy that i grew yeah. up with that i love the turn base this and that uh you know even persona fantastic but i think square looks at that and they understand that like maybe that's not going to sell as many copies and that's an issue to them i guess um it's all about well especially with square and all the nft talk it's all about bottom line clearly so they're making the switch but it's just it's very odd to me. It's you have a fan base that you've cultivated for all these years. And now you're telling to basically go sit on the porch and you want to speak to a totally different audience. And I mean, this is an action game. It's literally sounds like it's going to be like devil may cry. You change styles and combos and yada, yada, yada. Um, I mean, I can pick this apart piece by piece um, of things that terrify me, you know, they talk about these summon fights and how it's like wrestling matches and a 3d shooter. And I'm just like, that sounds like a mess right on. Now I'm not saying it's an impossibility. Yeah. And like that didn't really work that well. And this sounds so tedious. It sounds like you're just going to go through different areas, fighting different summons to then gain their powers, but you have to do this stupid nonsensical like unique battle with these like i I keep trying to call them aeons from fall fantasy 10 the icons or econs or whatever i don't know that's at least on paper that sounds really confusing and not interesting to me whatsoever uh the ai party members i mean 15s were kind of ai controlled kingdom hearts they're controlled that is the way of things it's unfortunate. I mean, 12, Final Fantasy 12 did it, but at least like that was part of the system is you could customize their AI. You could kind of control them in that sense. And if that all else fails, you can pause the game and take control of any of those characters. And I prefer that strategy. If you want to move more towards a real time battle system. Uh, I don't care about that. Um, uh, the global scale thing, not open world. I'm mixed on that one. Like, I enjoyed the open world of fifteen. I'm not going to say it's their best fall Fantasy either, though. But I love the open worlds of seven, eight, and nine. Um, I get that that's just maybe not a like. There's no feasible way of translating these like PS one game styles to you know. You got the little chibi character on a literal like planet that looks like a sphere. I get it. Okay, fine. Uh, but maybe global sc- scale's not horrible either. Like, I'm a, I'm picturing something more like how fall Fantasy. That's what I was thinking. Apps, is that what they mean
0: um, by that? is like similar to FF10. Like it's I a world map. That's what you what travel are but it's
1: all yes. just point and click. Yeah. Yeah. I I assume it's still going to be better than fallen faces right. seven remakes, like single straight yeah. hallway until you shimmy crouch or I don't know, hurt yourself because the game's so bloody slow. Um, complete experience at launch. There's the one thing. Oh, and the other one that really just, upsets me but i it just makes the game uninteresting to me as i really don't like hearing his stages of his life teens 20s and 30s the worst part of 15 was the time gap I'm like now this character that i grew to love is suddenly like this beaten down i don't know if he was emo or what but he just looked like disheveled i guess is the only word i could think of and i i hated that time gap and now it seems like we get to do that here, three here's times over fact. in this one you
0: actually have to play the game for 20 years for him to age to be finished <laughs> oh man
1: you got to buy the nft which is his age <laughs> um i don't know like all these things are very iffy to me i'm not i'm not going to say this game is going to come it. out and it can't be good but as a traditional fall fantasy fan yeah like there's not a lot here that would you be super fantasy. happy
0: if a new new Final Fantasy came out and it was like the combat style of the original games and seven? Like,
1: well, we yeah. talked about this maybe last week or the week before. Final Fantasy Nine remake, if that's true, comes out, looks great, is truly a remake, not it's this little crap away, reimagining I mean. thing that Square can't figure out. Then, and it has the traditional turn base it's and it so looks good. good and all that stuff. Man, would I be so? I would just there would be no. Even yeah. argument, I'm buying Final Fantasy IX remake three times before yeah. I'd get yeah, 16 I at that point. I don't care about this act- fast action, like, devil may cry wannabe playstyle crap because the kids don't have the time, like, an attention span to understand how strategy works and why that's entertaining to some people. Okay, fine. Like, yet, it's so funny that Square Enix thinks that's a failure, but uh, what game sells millions of copies every time it comes out? Oh, Pokemon? Oh, Pokemon works? But yet you're going to say that Final Fantasies can't do that? Ah, Get out of here. Get out of here. Tell me freaking Pokemon sells. Like, you can't, you can put a Pokemon in anything. I could put a Pokemon on my forehead and some kid's going to try to buy me. Put a Pikachu hat on and I'll make millions of dollars. Pokemon's primed for NFTs. Oh my God, don't even get them started. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I'm i way more excited about Final Fantasy IX remake if that rumor is to be believed, which so far almost almost all the NVIDIA leaks mm-hmm. have been. Uh, so I can't wait till it, I honestly half wonder if they know that 16 is upsetting like the the older traditional fans, like myself. So they're holding back because they want 16 to be received well. But and it does seem like it is. Like, I'm not gonna say that others aren't excited. I think other people that didn't play Final Fantasies probably look at this and like, hey. This is the one I will play, and that's fine. That's great for them, but it just feels weird to have such a history with, like, a lineage with these games and then to have them just shoo you out of the door. Like, yeah, we thanks for that support back then, but, like, we don't want you anymore. It's kind of disheartening. We miss the old Square Enix days, SquareSoft Soft days. We What we miss is Square Soft. Something, and I couldn't tell you what it is, but when the Enix was added on to the end of the name, just a turd appeared. And I'm not
0: even saying it's the co- like the company Enix that caused the problems because I don't think it was. It's just when they yeah. emerged, something happened and it started something happening. Not right away.
1: Not right away. Yeah. 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 And even 12, arguably, but something happened after 12 and the, the train just went right off the rails and then we hit 13 it's like whoa 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 whoa, whoa! what are you doing and then you got like what 13 i don't know if they call it 13 2 i think they did and then there's like lightning returns 15 again could have been great but had so many shortcomings the story was clearly an issue there's so many development issues we just don't honestly don't want to talk about it and then we don't get into kingdom hearts man this thing goes on forever but Ever since 12, they just don't know what they're doing anymore. Agreed. Anyway, we spent so much time on that, that we're going to really go power hour on this one. So we're moving to review roundup. That's when we give you guys the Metacritic scores for games that recently released. We're going to start with AI, the Somium Files. I hope I said it right. Nirvana Initiative on PS4. That's not a long enough title, Chris. It's not a long enough title. Uh, it's sitting at an 85%. Seems pretty positive. 8 positive, 1 mix, 0 negative. Not a lot of reviews, but maybe, hey, maybe all the reviewers reviewed it for Switch. I don't know. But Sin 85, it's not bad. Uh, Maybe I'll look into it. Uh, Sonic Origins on PS5, 79. Respectable. Not horrible either, considering, yeah, considering the guy wasn't happy with it. Like, maybe he's a perfectionist. I don't know. 19 positive, 6 mix, 0 negative. Not bad. bad. Not bad. I don't know what to say. I'm not a big Sonic guy, but uh, I, also, I I have nostalgia for him, so I have no hate either. I, and like I keep saying, not the best things on Earth, but I didn't hate the movies either, and I'm proud to say that. Uh, Disgaea 6 Complete on PS5, 74, 3 positive, 2 mix, 0 negative. I used to play Disgaea games. I have a fondness for them. I like the tactical thing, but man, they go on forever, and I never fully understood them. I was just too dumb for those games. Deliver us The Moon on PS5, Cine 76, 3 positive, 2 mixed, 0 negative. Again, these games aren't getting a lot of reviews. Good week overall. That's fine. And then we move to homework. On the last bit of the show, what is homework? Homework is when we don't have enough time to get through everything that happened this week. So we just give you the headline of the articles, where you can find those articles. You go educate yourselves. And we're going to start with Ubisoft. Ubisoft will finally re-reveal Skull and Bones next month. It's claimed. This one's from VGC. Xbox outsold PlayStation again in Japan last week as stock shortages continue. This one comes from BGC as well. Sony launches new PS Store credit vouchers for PS Plus. That one comes from Push Square. The Last of Us Part 1 could be almost double the file size of the PS4 remaster. All this those textures. Push Square. Those not textures. Really sur- well, I was going to say, not so surprising when you're dealing well, with 4K I mean, the ca- the characters so like character that character's new character
0: model. I mean, that's got to be a gig by itself
1: uh ps plus extra members get deliver us the moon ps5 i might look that up today. actually uh that that's that's on push square so there you go for uh we gave you the review for that and if that interests you uh you want to walk around the moon maybe i i mean the trailer that i watched showed more space uh station kind of like bad I stuff going up. down you no know, i like, like, like free new movie. games Sony will roll out superior 60 Hertz NTSC options for majority of PS plus classics. This one comes from push square and specifically touches on the other yes, areas that uh, we're dealing with. the versions uh versions, Asia, Europe, all That's that stuff. Uh, super fantastic happy to hear, hear that. that. They're making that change. Uh, so now we can all enjoy these games the way they mm. were meant to be enjoyed. All yeah. 10 of them. Uh, Sony's <laughs> latest state of play has been watched more times. Than any of its E3 conferences. This one comes from Push Square. I put this one specifically, Chris, to touch on how mean you don't believe that there will be an E3 in the future. This is basically the yeah. evidence right here. Sony's doing way better than they've ever done without with having yeah. nothing to do with and
0: it. I, he, we don't mean like E3 sure. won't happen. Just Sony won't show up.
1: <laughs> oh no, I honestly believe E3. Oh, it's is gonna slowly, slowly gonna die. die. It might somehow. Bring yeah, itself yeah. back to life next year. Although I think it's highly unlikely, Mary, hey, but this is like the, the writing's oh, yeah. on the wall now. Dragon's Dogma has hit its highest player count in six years, Chris. Following the sequel news and discount, this one comes from we're VGC. Hyped. Fantastic news! Fantastic news! PlayStation is the latest company to confirm it won't attend Gamescom. This one also comes from VGC, and uh, there you they go. They do what it's they want to do. Done with the conferences. They do what they want. Yeah, you can't. Rain those suckers in anymore they're just willy-nilly going on the youtube streaming all their conferences their state of plays uh just give me a showcase i mean
0: you add up all the youtube videos of their state of plays we get way more uh footage or content than we would have if they'd showed up to e3
1: so possibly maybe lately it's a little hard well you know what i mean like
0: just if you add like I mean, the fluff, but if you add like the videos up, it's like probably mm-hmm. a couple hours worth compared to what we would have actually gotten at E3, which is an hour, hour and a half of cramped stuff that we're not going to even see
1: for many years. Chris, we've been recording for what feels like two hours, but I believe is over an hour and a half now. It's been a long time. I've been up for 18 hours now, and a lot of things have happened. And I'm nighter, (laughs) and uh, I think we've done our best. And again, I apologize to anyone. It's been a hell of a week. It's been a hell of a day. Uh, And I just appreciate your patience with me. And uh, I mean, that's it though. You made it through it. We're done. We're, we're getting out of here. So again, thank you guys for your time. It's your most valuable currency. We really appreciate you guys. I've been seeing the numbers. We're growing again. There was a little bit of a stagnant point there where i got a little scared um but hey we got some new friends so welcome thank you and until next monday you can bet your sweet asses will be back with some more gaming specifically playstation news and until that point we say goodbye
0: bye guys